It is the Colonel Pregame Show, doubleheader at O'Gorman tonight. Uh, girls start us off here just after 6 o'clock. Cole Knipling joins us. Uh, coach, your final game of the season. You got O'Gorman. Uh, it seems like it's Washington and O'Gorman. How would you compare the two? You saw Washington about a week ago, and uh, O'Gorman looks to be uh, just as good. You know, I'd say O'Gorman is probably the most talented offensive team in the state. Uh, they just got some really, really uh, skilled players. Uh, Molly Abdouche, who is a sophomore guard, is is as good as it gets. And the Ronzik girl um, feels like she's been playing forever. Uh, she's really good, too. Uh, you know, they just got a lot of athletes. I think they got three girls that are committed to a Division One program in either basketball or volleyball right now. It looks like you got the 10th tenth uh, seed wrapped up as far as the, those numbers are concerned. looks like you may have to go up to Huron. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, it feels like the, you've got the 10th seed. Can you, as far as you know, can you fall from that 10th seed tonight? No, I don't think we can fall uh, below the 10th seed. We should stay out of Watertown. There's no way Harrisburg can jump up there. Um, when I do my math, I think there's a real good chance we're going to end up going to Jefferson when it's all said and done. If I did my math, I think Huron's going to end up staying at the sixth seed or getting to the sixth seed, um, even if they lose both of their games this weekend. So I'm, I'm really thinking we have Jefferson, but there is some differences. You know, that's assuming that Jefferson and uh, Pierre are both going to win. So some things could change, but I would say 90% chance we're going to Sioux Falls Jefferson. Had a chance to to honor your seniors there Tuesday night for senior night. Who who are some of those other folks that maybe were recognized or those student managers, those folks we don't talk about or uh, they don't get their names in the paper that that help you out uh, here every day in practice uh, throughout the uh, season? Who are some of those others that uh, maybe wrapping up their careers here with the Colonels? Uh, Kaida Smith, um, she joined us last year. Uh, so this is her second year as a manager. Uh, she does a great job. You know, she's really dedicated. She had she tore her ACL slipping on some ice a couple weeks ago. She had surgery on a Tuesday and went on the Rapid City trip with us on that Friday. So and that, that shows you what the team means to her, and we've always appreciated her effort. And then somebody new to the program this year was Felicity Fennell. She decided to be a manager as a senior. Uh, just a chance to get involved and be a part of something, and I think she's really enjoyed the experience, and we've definitely enjoyed and appreciated all the work she's done as well. Cole Knipling joins us here, pregame show, taking on uh, O'Gorman tonight. Uh, the big news a couple weeks ago was the proposal uh, to change the state tournaments. It didn't really go anywhere. Uh, your, your stance on that as far as getting all three classes together in one location, one Saturday, you can see the the best of the best Uh is there, is there a, a different idea out there or something that you'd like to see implemented? I, I'm all for it. I, I hope that someday uh, we see the that that's the best path forward. You know, you look at volleyball, you look at wrestling, and, and what the final day of their state tournaments ends up being. And I, and I believe that basketball could do that and be just as big or bigger. Um, I, think, I think girls' basketball is going to have to be the, the leaders of this. I think we're going to be the first ones that go. I think the boys' basketball tournaments, especially the boys' B, will always be kind of the last domino to fall. But I feel like these girls' ones, to get all of the best girls' basketball players in, in the same city and then eventually in the same gym on the, on the final day would be huge. So I think the biggest challenge is going to be deciding how to get there. You know, what do you do? Because South Dakota's got a, a strong tradition in the eight-team state tournament where you play it all the way out. Um, is it still possible to keep that? Um, I think you can, especially if, you, you know, state tournament would always have to either be in Sioux Falls or Rapid City. Um, but I just, I hope that we keep talking about that. Because, you know, it seems like every time one of these changes happen, whether it was the shot clock um, or the Sweet 16 seating, mm -hmm. it always took two or three years of discussion for it to finally happen. But I just hope eventually it does. Getting towards uh, tournament time there. Colonel's got a big one tonight uh, at O'Gorman. Uh, Coach, good luck here. We'll see you after the ballgame. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Get to those starting lineups again coming up here next. Uh, but a little bit of breaking news here at the uh, at the uh, start of the ball game again. Expect to see Sawyer Stabner. It was uh, you know reported there a few weeks ago. Stabner was going to be out for the next three months or so with that back injury uh, that she sustained earlier on in the month at Sioux Falls Jefferson. But it appears that uh, she is now back in the lineup here tonight. And uh, she will start. She's expected to start here tonight versus O'Gorman. And uh, things go well. She should be able to play again uh, coming up here uh, next uh, Friday. So that gives some life here to this Mitchell offense and some defense, which has struggled without their best player, the sophomore Sawyer Stabner here over the past uh, couple of weeks. So they've lost four in a row. And even if Sawyer was out there, I mean, very tough schedule. They played uh, number one uh, Washington. They played the two Rapid City schools. And they played Brandon Valley, uh, your three, four, and fifth-ranked teams in the latest poll. Now they got the number two team, O'Gorman. Again, it's going to be either Washington or O'Gorman. You would expect uh, in that state title game, it would be very surprising, at least to me, if it wasn't uh, Washington and O'Gorman in that uh, state title game here in a couple weeks. But now Mitchell with Sawyer Stabner back out there. We'll see what they do tonight. Again, uh, as far as uh, seeding is concerned, not much Mitchell can do. Again, they're going to be the 10th seed uh, here tonight. Win or lose, whatever. Uh, Colonel's going to go into the Sodak 16 as that 10th seed coming up next week. And uh, you heard Coach uh, Knipling right there thinks it's very likely uh, they will take on Sioux Falls Jefferson. And that's where Sawyer Stabner's injury happened a few weeks ago at uh, Jefferson. So they thought they'd lost her for the season and their estate title hopes were dashed. Well, not so fast. Uh, Colonels looking to be that 10 seed uh, potentially with a rematch at Sioux Falls Jefferson. They beat them the first time around. Uh, Going to be a tough, tough matchup, but uh, we'll see what happens coming up here this weekend and maybe even Monday. Uh, we'll have to wait for those uh, matchups. So uh, Mitchell with Sawyer Stabner now back in the lineup, but we'll see what difference that makes uh, here tonight at O'Gorman and what a huge difference that will likely make uh, coming up here next week uh, versus the number seven seed. Elsewhere in the state tonight, double-A uh, girls basketball. You've got uh, Brandon Valley. They're hosting Huron. Uh, you have uh, Brookings hosting Harrisburg. And uh, Sioux Falls Jefferson, they make the trip up to Aberdeen. Uh, should be a good one tonight out in Rapid City. It's uh, Stevens uh, hosting number one Washington. Uh, that was your state final last year. So rematch of that one here. And uh, that could be a potential semifinal matchup coming up in a couple weeks between Rapid City Stevens and Sioux Falls, Washington. I also have uh, Lincoln out west this weekend. Lincoln, they'll be at Rapid City Central. And Yankton also out west versus Spearfish. So you have Washington, Lincoln, and Yankton making trips out west uh, this weekend. And they got some more games coming up on Saturday uh, as well. So I will keep you updated on those scores. And also uh, the boys game coming up after this one. It's a doubleheader tonight. Uh, here at O'Gorman, as O'Gorman, they honor uh, their seniors, just like Mitchell did on Tuesday night. We'll take a timeout, come back as uh, the return of Sawyer Stabner, the uh, the big news here tonight, as she's back in the lineup for the Colonels. Colonels at O'Gorman, it's coming your way next on KORN. The 5'11 forward, they also have the best volleyball player in the States, that being Bergen Riley, the 6'1 junior. Also, Kira Mintley, 6'1 forward, and Molly Abdouche, the uh, future South Dakota State Jackrabbit, 5'7 sophomore. O'Gorman turns it over, and here's a drive by a Stabner, and she'll quickly get to the free throw line, try and get Mitchell on the board here. 7.06 to go, opening quarter, 2 to nothing. O'Gorman, both sides have turned it over. And we got word early this morning that uh, Stabner would be back in the lineup. Stabner's first free throw is good. 
And uh, there's, uh, there, there are better players in the state than Sawyer Stabner. She's awfully good in her own right, but I don't know if there's a more important player to any team in this state here than Sawyer Stabner. We have seen what the Colonels have done without her these last four games, offensively and defensively, as Stabner makes both free throws. Colonels averaging uh, in the low 20s these past four games. And just like that, Stabner ties it up here at uh, two apiece. 2-2 two, two tie here, one minute in. Hannah Ronsink has it, top of the key. Now it's to Molly Abdouche. Now to the right side, here's Metley. Colonel's going to have a tough time tonight. A uh, O'Gorman team that's 16-2 on the season. Layup right side, that one's off the mark. The putback by Bergen Riley is no good. A third opportunity by Karen Mittenley, also no good. But we'll get a foul. 6.38 to go here in the first quarter. Free throws up coming. The foul was on Taylor Giblin, first on Mitchell tonight. And that will send Kieran Mentley to the line, shooting two. First one is Shorts, no good off the front iron. So we're tied at two here in this regular season finale. Colonel's going to be that 10 seed, just a matter of where they're going to go. Coach Knippling thinks they're going to go to Sioux Falls Jefferson next Friday. Mentley, one to two from the line. O'Gorman retakes the lead here at three to two. Meanwhile, O'Gorman, they're going to be your number two seed. With Sioux Falls, Washington, your one seed. Siebert, she throws it away in the, in the backcourt. Bergen Riley with the steal. They get it underneath to Friedman, now outside to Bergen Riley. Cross court, left corner. Here's a three. That one's off the mark by Ron Sink. Put back is no good. Third opportunity is no good. A fourth opportunity, no good. As Bergen Riley and Friedman had multiple opportunities. Here comes Sawyer Stabner driving left side. It's only three to two, two minutes in. Here's a three by Van Overshield. In and out, no good from the left wing. Rebound by Friedman. Here comes Abdouche. She pushes it for O'Gorman. Drive in the lane by Ron Sink. That is good. Hannah Ron Sink, first bucket tonight. Five to two, O'Gorman. 5.45 left here in this opening quarter. Some full court pressure now by O'Gorman. Colonels get it just in time. One second to spare. Giblin drives right side, kicks it out to Stabner at the top of the key. Stabner with two free throws. That's the only scoring for Mitchell. Two and a half minutes into the ball game. Giblin, she drives. Now they kick it left side, left wing to Stabner. Now right wing, a wide open three for Giblin. That's good. Assist from Siebert. Three for Taylor Giblin, and we are tied at five here between O'Gorman and Mitchell. 5-10 to go, opening period. Hannah Ronsink will drive on the right baseline and will pick up a foul. This will be on Lauren Van Overshield. Her first, team's second foul in this opening period. For substitutions here for Mitchell, Maddie Kemp coming in for Stabner. And Van Overshield will check out. We'll see Aaliyah Howard, the 5-4 senior guard. So Stabner going to play here. They're going to get her in and out and give her a little bit of rest, get her back into shape for that Sodak 16 game coming up here uh, next Friday night, so likely against Sioux Falls Jefferson. We're tied at five. They get it down low. Now left side, left baseline. A jumper is short by O'Gorman, but a rebound underneath by Abdouche, and they'll get a fresh 35. They find Abdouche in the left corner. Wide open for three. No good. Put back by Kira Mintley. Also no good. But another Mitchell foul. This will be the third personal on Mitchell. It is on Aaliyah Howard. Howard picks up her first foul. That's the third now on Mitchell. 
Sends Kiera Mentley to the line for the second time in this first quarter. First one is no good, so we're still tied at five. Stabner comes right back in. And again, we're going to see a lot of quick substitutions for Stabner. Uh, Stabner and Van Overshield quickly back in after about 20 seconds of rest. Maddie Kempf and Taylor Giblin will take a seat. Second free throw by Mentley, also no good. Rebound by Stabner, and she will push it. We're tied at five halfway through the quarter. Stabner right side, it's blocked. No foul called on Mentley. Christensen gets it back, but loses it out of bounds. Well, we're tied at five, 4.31 to go. Well, Gorman, they've had a lot of opportunities underneath the baskets, unable to build a lead here. Meanwhile, Mitchell's offense continues to struggle. Giblin had a three-pointer. Stabner with a couple free throws. That's it thus far for Mitchell. Van Overshield falls down. There's Stabner with the steal. Stabner gets it to Aaliyah Howard. Right side layup. That's way off. No good. Christensen underneath. She can't make it. And we get a rebound by O'Gorman. Ron Sink takes it up. Colonels cannot score. Underneath the basket. Got a turnover there. Had a good shot. Low scoring ball game. We're four minutes in and we're tied at five. Drive by Hannah Ronsink. That one's no good. Rebound by Stabner. Again, if it's not Stabner, who's it going to be? She's missed the last four games. In two of those, Mitchell has scored 18 points. It's about one field goal per quarter, maybe two. 3.40 to go. Aaliyah Howard has it on the left wing. Bounce pass in the left corner to Christensen. Stabner underneath, and she will get to the line for the second time here tonight. You can't make anything from the field. You get to the free throw line. Colonels looking for their first lead tonight. Foul will be on Hannah Ronsink. Her first, team second. Well, Stabner to the line to shoot two. She's two of two from the line here in this first quarter. And that one is good. Bouncing off the back iron a couple times. Drops in. Giblin back in for Aaliyah Howard. And it looks like Maddie Kemp will check in for Stabner should she make this free throw. Colonels up 6-5, first lead for Mitchell tonight. Stabner shooting a second free throw, misses that one. Siebert had the last one to touch it for Mitchell, out of bounds, last touched by the Colonels. <laughs> Timeout for O'Gorman, slow start for the Lady Knights. 6-5, Mitchell leads by one here, 3.34 to go in this opening quarter. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball on KORN. O'Gorman out of the timeout. Molly Abdouche with the drive. Leaves it off for Friedman. Left side layup is good. 7-6. O'Gorman retakes the lead. They got some full court pressure now. Steal on the floor. We're going to have a tie-up. It's going to stay with Mitchell. As Bergen Riley and Siebert were tied up underneath the O'Gorman basket. So Colonels with the possession arrow. Doing a nice job defensively. Just got to get that offense going a bit. Stabner will check in. Again, frequent substitutions for Stabner to get her back in the swing of things. Sawyer Stabner back in the lineup starting, and she'll be available for the rest of the season. Siebert brings it up, stops from about 90 feet from the basket, gets it to Giblin. Giblin's got it up. Giblin turns it over. Abdouche to the ground. Here's Christensen. She's got it, and we get a timeout. 3.02 to go. Colonels nearly turn it over again, but Christensen... Had possession. Cole Knippling had a timeout, and we'll take one as well. 3.02 to go, first quarter at 7-6, O'Gorman. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on KORN. 
teams have used timeouts here in this first uh, quarter. 7-6. to six. Colonels trail only by one. They have Sawyer Stabner back in the lineup. She's good to go. Doctor's appointment, second opinion on her back, said you're cleared to play, so here she is. She's got three points already. Three minutes to go, Colonel Ball looking to retake the lead. Siebert on that right wing. Giblin thinks about a three in the right corner and said it will drive. Kick it back out to Stabner. Stabner will drive under the basket, lose it. We'll get out. Stabner underneath there. It looks like we'll have a tie up, and this time it'll go towards O'Gorman. So Stabner drove the right baseline, lost it underneath, and we had another tie up. It's about the uh, third scrum for the ball we've had in the last 20 seconds. And it'll be a turnover, Mitchell. Molly Abdouche, the point guard, <laughs> brings it up. 5'7", sophomore, already committed to South Dakota State. So that should tell you how good she is. 2.30 to go, entry pass, tipped away, tipped away by Christensen, and she is fouled. They tried to get it into the 6-1 Bergen-Riley, but a nice job, a nice position for Christensen. Be a foul on Bergen-Riley, her first, team's third. Van Overshield checks in here for Mitchell. So the starting five for the Colonels back out there with Giblin, Van Overshield, Siebert, Christensen, and Stabner. Full court pressure again by the Lady Knights. Stabner gets it across to Christensen on the right wing. Now a drive right side in the lane by Giblin. Stops and throws it away to Abdouche. Abdouche on the break. Left side. Stops left wing. They wanted to travel. They kick it back out to Ron Sink. Back to Abdouche here with two minutes to go. Here's a deep two left wing. That one's no good by Lucy Moore. Here comes Stabner. The one person fast break. Stabner pops from five feet out off the glass and good. Stabner's first field goal tonight. She's got a game-high five. What a difference she makes. Eight to seven. Colonel's back up here late uh, first quarter. Abdouche, 15-footer left wing. That one's too strong. Tipped around, rebound by Mentley. They get an underneath right side. Layup is missed by Friedman. Another rebound by Stabner. Colonel's playing with the number two team in the States. If you think Washington's number one, then you'd have to say O'Gorman is absolutely uh, the second-best team in the States. Minute 25 to go. Giblin has it left wings. Got to get rid of it. She's double teamed. Still has her dribble. Dribbles out of the double team. Kicks it in the right corner. Siebert for three. That one is no good. Long rebound fought for by Van Overshield. And we're going to get a foul on O'Gorman. That'll be on Lucy Moore. The 5'7 sophomore bumps Van Overshield going for that loose ball. Off the three-pointer from Siebert. That'll be the fourth foul on O'Gorman here with 1.13 to go. In this first quarter, Stabner will check out. Maddie Kemp will be back in. Giblin throwing it in in front of the O'Gorman bench. Colonels will have a fresh 35. Shot clock to shoot. Van Overshield at the top of the key. Throws it left to Giblin. Now at the top of the key to Kemp. They keep it around the perimeter. Now on the right wing to Van Overshield. Now left side to Maddie Kemp here with 22 to shoot. Siebert. On the right wing. Now to Kemp at the top of the key. They're just throwing around the perimeter. Giblin at the left wing. Looks at the shot clock. She's got 12 seconds to shoot. Giblin back towards half court. Directs traffic. Throws the left to Van Overshield. Van Overshield drives. Kicks out to Siebert with five seconds to shoot. Last touch by O'Gorman. So the Colonels, they've used 30 seconds in this possession. And only got five seconds to go. Siebert will throw it in. Towards half court, it's tipped away, and it'll be a turnover. Ronsink drives. Layup is no good. Good foul by Siebert as Ronsink goes flying. 
That'll be the fourth foul on Mitchell and the first on Siebert. 38 seconds to go here in this opening quarter. It's 8-7, Mitchell with the lead. Here's senior night. We got a doubleheader. Boys game up next here at around 7.45. Ron Sink to the line. Free throw is good. And we're tied at 8. Stabner back in here for Maddie Kemp. That seems to be the substitution we're going to get a lot tonight. Stabner for Kemp and Kemp for Stabner. Ron Sink misses that one in and out. No good. Christensen with the rebound. Some full court pressure here. And Stabner throws it away at half court. Abdouche with the rebound. Or with the steal. Bergen Riley lays it up left side. And O'Gorman retakes the lead here off the Colonel turnover. 10 to 8. And they turn it over again. Another steal on the inbounds. Layup right side is good by Kira Mitley. Just like that, O'Gorman up 12 to 8. It's a 5 0 run here. And the Colonels can't even get the ball inbounds. Giblin gets it to Siebert, but it's knocked out. A 5-0 run here in about 20 seconds for O'Gorman. 14 seconds to go at this point for Mitchell. You just don't want to turn it over again, and you've got the ball. Stabner gets it. They've got the full length of the floor to go. Giblin stuck in the backcourt. They may have a... uh, Stabner finally gets it across the timeline, gives it off to Van Overshield. Christensen with the baseline jumper is no good. That'll be the end of the quarter. It was good for the most part, those final 30 seconds, though not very good for Mitchell. Full court pressure caused some turnovers to give O'Gorman a 12-8 lead here at the end of one. So your Stabner has five, Giblin with three here for Mitchell. We're back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight, live from O'Gorman on KORN. Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight, doubleheader at O'Gorman. I'm Travis Crins here just past 6 o'clock tonight, 6.15. Colonels will get the ball here, trailing 12-8 to eight at the end of that first quarter. Colonels had an 8-7 to seven lead with about 40 seconds to go in that first quarter, but a couple of turnovers on the full-court press. Here's a Giblin underneath that's knocked out of bounds by Ron Sink on the pass from Sieberts on the right wing. 26 to shoot here with 7.50 to go in the first half. Colonels moving across the O'Gorman floor here from left to right. Stabner gets it inside position. This one off the glass, no good. Rebound, a long one for Van Overshield. Second chance opportunity for the Colonels. Van Overshield gets it in that left corner. Now here's Giblin in the right corner. Back to half court, and Stabner pushes it left to Van Overshield. Van Overshield tries to drive, falls down at the free throw line, kicks it back out. Here's Sieberts on the left wing, still with 15 seconds to shoot. Tough to get anything inside against this O'Gorman team. They're very tall, very big. Here's another steal, long arms by Hannah Ronsink. She'll go coast to coast and lay it in. It's a 7-0 run here by O'Gorman, all on Colonel Turnovers. Hannah Ronsink with five. Giblin gets it to Stabner. Stabner bounce pass to Van Overshield past half courts. Right corner, Siebert thinks about a three. Gets it back out, top of the key to Stabner with 20 to shoot. Again, Colonel just throwing it around the perimeter. Can't get any side, anything inside the lane. Can't get any, anything inside the three-point line. Stabner left wing, now that's tipped out of bounds off of O'Gorman. Lands on their bench here with eight seconds to shoot. 6.44 to go. Hannah Friedman back in for O'Gorman. She'll check in for Claire Benson. Eight seconds for Mitchell to get something done here. Siebert in front of the O'Gorman bench. 
Trying to get it in, and she doesn't. Another turnover by Mitchell, five-second call. And turnovers have been a huge issue for Mitchell just here in the last two minutes. An 8-7 lead for Mitchell has turned into a 14-8 deficit in less than two minutes. Abdouche brings it up for O'Gorman, up by six with 6.35 to go in the half. Giblin on Abdouche. She pushes it left side to Ronsink. Entry pass is intercepted by Stabner. Another steal for Sawyer Stabner. She'll drive the lane, bounce pass left side. There was nobody there. I have no idea who she was throwing it to. Stabner was on the break. There was Everybody was behind her on the offense. She threw it in the left corner, and there was nobody there. She was seeing ghosts or something. Turnover by Mitchell here, still down 14-8. Ron Sink passes it right to Lucy Moore. Now a cross-court pass left side. That's a travel. They didn't call it. Bergen Riley left side. Now entry pass on the right block to Abdouche. We get a physical foul by Van Overshield. That'll be the fifth foul on Mitchell with 6.02 to go in the half. Colonels trail by six. Van Overshield with her second personal as she brings Molly Abdouche to the ground underneath the O'Gorman baskets. Van Overshield, she'll sit with those two fouls. And in for Mitchell's number 20, Delaney Dagan. Layup left side is good for Hannah Ronsink. She's starting to heat up with seven points. Now a 7-0 run, and a, oh, this one's knocked out of bounds. Last touch by O'Gorman. 5.51 to go in the half. It's now 16-8, Lady Knights. A long-scoring drought for Mitchell, and way too many turnovers. The Colonels are not handling this full-court pressure very well. Siebert gets it, or Stabner gets it to Siebert. Cross-court pass intercepted. Turnover Giblin, stolen by Bergen-Riley. Gets it to Abdouche left side, and she just loses it. And Abdouche slow to get up, still in a crouching position. This is not good. We're going to have an injury timeout. This is not good. Holding her left knee is Molly Abdouche. This is not good for O'Gorman. 5.35 to go here in the half. It's 16-8. O'Gorman with the lead. Giblin tried to throw it from the right wing to the left wing. Tried to get it to Stabner, but it was intercepted by uh, Bergen-Riley. Riley was leading the break uh, right side up the lane. Found Abdouche, uh, bring a pretty good spot under the basket on the left on the left corner. And she lost the ball. And then she went down in a heap, a crouching position. As Molly Abdouche, one of the better guards in the state. She was a freshman last year, was very impressive as a freshman. Now starting this year as a sophomore. And they're working on that left knee, that left leg. That is not a good sign. The good news is she's still very young. She's only a sophomore. This is at the end of the season, so if this is a serious injury, she will have the entire offseason to get things right. Well, this would be a huge blow for state title hopes for O'Gorman. And they lost to Washington two weeks ago, 60-46. to And most folks think it's going to come down to Washington and O'Gorman for the girls' double-A title. Now, Douche walking off gingerly with some help. As they help her off the court, not good. There, you hate to see that, a player of uh, her abilities. Only a sophomore, a left leg, left knee injury, <laughs> looks like for Molly Abdouche. The starting point guard, the future Jack Rabbit, at 5'7". So that is not good as she gingerly walks off with help. 
to the locker room. So she may be done for a while. We will see. Back to action here, 5.30 to go. That full court pressure still giving Mitchell trouble. Giblin is double teamed, and Cole Knippling has to use the timeout because the shot clock was at 25. They uh, had maybe a couple tenths of a second to get that across. Colonel's got to figure something out when it comes to that full court pressure. 5.25 to go, 16-8. to So Gorman with the lead. We're back in a quick 30 seconds from Sioux Falls. Colonels call a timeout here to avoid another turnover and a 10-second violation. We call a timeout. We get a fresh 10 seconds to get it across the timeline. Stabner passes right to Siebert, and they finally get it across with four seconds to spare. Only 15 left here on the shot clock. Siebert on the right wing. Now here's Giblin near half court, and she travels. It's all coming undone here for Mitchell. 5.08 to go. They've not scored in this quarter. It's a 7-0 O'Gorman run, 5.08 to go. Lady Knights up by 8 with possession. Hannah Ronsink now at the top of the key. Molly Abdouche appears to be done for this game with a right and a left knee injury, it looked like. Here's a three right wing by Ronsink. She rattles it in. Ten points for Ronsink, seven in the quarter. It's now 19-8. to eight. This one getting out of hand. Stabner brings it up. Looks like she traveled. They didn't call that one. Giblin gets it past to half court on the right wing. She's double teamed. Someone's got to come and help her. It's knocked away, so Giblin dribbles out of the double team. Curdles, it's a struggle offensively, to say the least. Stabner at the top of the key with 10 seconds to shoot. Stabner drives left side, kicks it out to Dagan. There's two to shoot. Siebert's got to hoist it up, and it's blocked by Hannah Ronsink. Another empty possession for Mitchell. Colonels haven't scored here in over five minutes. Colonels have only made two shots here in the first 12 minutes of this game. Layup underneath. It's blocked by Christensen. The putback also no good. Third opportunity. Count it and the foul. That's Claire Benson off the bench for O'Gorman. Puts in the offensive rebound, and we'll get a foul on Caitlin Christensen. Four minutes to go in the half. It's now 21 to 8 O'Gorman. Christensen picks up her first foul. The sixth on Mitchell. Stabner and Giblin will check out. Maddie Kempf and Van Overshield off the bench. Benson looking to complete the three-point play. She cannot. Wide left. O'Gorman, they have struggled from the foul line. Colonels, they nearly turn it over again. We'll get a possession arrow, and it'll be another Colonel turnover. And Overshield was caught in the corner right at half court and threw it away, and there was a scrum for the ball. Possession arrow on the tie-up to O'Gorman. Colonels, they have more turnovers than points right now. 3.50 to go in the half. It's 21-8 O'Gorman. It's now a 12-0 Lady Knight run. Drive by Ron Sink. She falls down, and we got a Van Overshield. She is down but appears to be okay. Bergen Riley, 18-foot jumper, straight on is good. Riley now with six points. It's a 14-0 run. Will the Colonels score in this quarter? It was 8-7 Mitchell. Now it's 23-8. Another turnover. Bad pass to Van Overshield. And we'll get a foul, and Bergen Riley will shoot two free throws. And that'll put O'Gorman in the bonus. 3.23 to go in the half. It's 23-8. O'Gorman, first foul. On Maddie Kempf. 
Free throw by Bergen Riley is good. She now has seven points. By far the best volleyball player in the state, Bergen Riley, going to Nebraska. Still only a junior. She hits both of her free throws. She's got eight. The lead up now to 17. 25 to 8. This one knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Bergen Riley. Timeout for the Colonels. Down 25 to 8. A 16 0 run here by O'Gorman. 3.20 to go in the half. We're back in one minute on KORN. Mitchell Colonel basketball tonight. If you want to listen to the game in Mitchell, we're the only ones here, so there you go. Colonel Basketball, Stabner gets it in. Colonels have their uh, four of their five starters out there. Stabner loses it at half court and will get a foul. Aaliyah Howard in the game here for Giblin. This will be the fifth foul on O'Gorman. First here of the second quarter. We'll go against Kira Mentley, her first. Stabner in her return to the lineup has five points. Taylor Giblin has a three-pointer, and that's it. Stabner has three free throws and a uh, five-foot jumper. And overshield at the top of the key. There's three minutes to go in this half. It's 25-8. to eight. Christensen left side gets it down low to Stabner among the trees of O'Gorman. Then overshield with the three left wing. That's a bit too strong. And O'Gorman will let it go out of bounds. One of the better looks Mitchell's gotten. They had three there by Van Overshield, top of the key. And Colonels led 8-7 with 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. Since then, it's been 16 straight points for O'Gorman. This one knocked out of bounds, last touched by Mitchell in front of their bench. Giblin returns for Mitchell. As who's going to come out? Aliyah Howard will come out. So Mitchell's five starters out there. 2.40 to go. Then we got the boys game coming up next. Final regular season game here for Mitchell tonight. O'Gorman, they have to go to Huron tomorrow. A deep three in the right wing by Ron Sink. Rebound by Stabner. Stabner will bring it up, drive left side, kick it out. Siebert, a three in transition. That one is too strong. Rebound by Mentley. Here comes O'Gorman with 2.15 to go in the half. They get it to Lucy Moore in the right wing. She stops her dribble. Finds uh, uh, Friedman in the right corner. They get it down low to Kira Mentley. <laughs> a bit too high for her, even at 6-1. And she loses it for an O'Gorman turnover. O'Gorman, they set up that full court pressure again. They get it in the middle of the court to Stabner. Stabner now dribbling right. Picks up her dribble. She's doubled. Gets it to Giblin. Giblin's doubled. And they do not get it. And the Colonels have to call another timeout. The frustration showing for Cole Knippling. The Colonels... Only have two timeouts remaining. They've used two of them here just to break the press and to not turn the ball over on a 10-second violation. We'll keep it here with two minutes to go. It's 25-8, to eight and Mitchell in danger of not scoring here in this quarter. They're getting outscored 13-0 here in the second. Final regular season games for the Colonels tonight. O'Gorman, they were supposed to play at here on Tuesday. But because of that weather, uh, that was postponed until tomorrow. So O'Gorman, this was also supposed to be their regular season finale. Instead, they'll have to make that trip up to Huron coming up tomorrow for a, a girls-boys doubleheader. Still a lot to decide as far as seed points is concerned. Mitchell girls seem pretty much set at that number 10 spot. 
win or lose tonight. It'll be the 10th seed. Looks like they could go to Sioux Falls Jefferson next week on Friday night. There's a little chance they could maybe go to Huron as well. Those appear to be your two opponents. More likely Jefferson than Huron. Two minutes to go. Let's see if Mitchell can get something going here. Down 17. See what they uh, drew up in the timeout. Giblin at the top of the key. Now left wing to Van Overshield. Dribbles right. Bounce pass to Stabner. Stabner dribbles left. Turns around. Gets it to Van Overshield at the top of the key. She'll drive and she'll lose it. Another turnover. Stolen by Bergen Riley. Here comes Ronsink. Top of the key. She dribbles right. We'll get a foul on Mitchell with a minute 34 to go in the half. That'll send Hannah Ronsink to the line with the eighth team foul on Mitchell. That is the second on Caitlin Christensen. A one and one here for Hannah Ronsink. She has a game high 10 points. Bergen Riley has eight for O'Gorman. Ronsink to the line. Furry throw is good. She'll earn a second. Eight team fouls on Mitchell, five on O'Gorman. And Ronsink misses that one off the front iron. It's knocked. Oh, no, O'Gorman will save it. And Ronsink will uh, lose it out of bounds. So a turnover. And look at this. Molly Abdouche is back. Boy, that proved me wrong. And that left knee, she went down in a heap, and now she's back here before the half. She'll check in for Lucy Moore. Looked like she was going to be gone for a while. And you hold your knee like that, but Molly Abdouche back out there. And she looks absolutely fine. So that's great news here for O'Gorman. And Giblin travels at half court. Another Colonel turnover. It's 26-8 O'Gorman. Colonel's getting outscored 14-0 in this quarter. O'Gorman looking for a shutout. Mitchell may only have two more possessions to try and score. Abdouche gets it left wing to Hannah Ronsink. Now back to half court. Abdouche gets it underneath. It's tipped out by Siebert with 23 on the shot clock. Abdouche was trying to get it down low to the 6-1 Bergen Riley. But Siebert was there to knock it out of bounds here with 23 seconds on the shot clock. It left Abdouche open left corner for a three, and she nailed it. Her first points tonight, Molly Abdouche left corner three, makes it 29-8. This is a 20-0 run for O'Gorman. Stabner gets it. Christensen right side. Nope. Van Overshield with the offensive rebound. Giblin at the top of the key will reset the offense. Here with 40 seconds to go, Colonels have 12 seconds to shoot. Drive by Stabner, and we get a foul. Kira Mentley will pick up her second foul. The sixth on O'Gorman. Still one away from the bonus with 37 seconds to go. Shot clock at 35 as well, so the Colonels can hold for nearly the last shot. O'Gorman will make a change. Claire Benson will check in. Stamner underneath left side, and she'll be fouled, and this might be where Mitchell will finally score. Seventh foul on O'Gorman. Puts him in the bonus here with 36 seconds to go. Foul is on Hannah Friedman, her second, team seventh. Stabner shooting two. Free throw is in and out, no good. Colonel still scoreless here in the quarter. Trailing by 21 points, 29-8. to eight. It was 12-8 to eight at the end of one. Colonels had an 8-7 to seven lead with 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. Stavner misses both free throws, and Mitchell very likely will not score in this quarter. 
Stevener 0 of 2 from the line. That trip, Abdouche brings it up. Bergen Riley on the left block. Abdouche passes right to Benson. They can hold for final shot. There's about a second difference between the game clock and shot clock. And they'll turn it over with 16 seconds to go. Bergen Riley at the top of the key. Bounce pass was low and ended up in the hands of the Mitchell bench. So 15 seconds here for Mitchell to score, or they'll lose the quarter 17-0. Stander gets it past half court. Long pass right side. Siebert underneath. It's blocked out of bounds. Last touched by Bergen Riley with 7.8 seconds to go. Well, Gorman very good. They got Mentley and Bergen Riley at 6-1. Friedman's at 5-11. Ron Sink's at 5-10. They're a very long team, a very tall team. Five seconds here for Mitchell. Van Overshield turns it over again. Layup, Hannah Ron Sink to beat the buzzer, and she does. 31-8, your halftime score. Colonels did not score in the quarter. They were outscored 19-0 in that quarter. It was 8-7. Since then, it's been a 24-0 run. Well, Gorman's very good. Mitchell just not playing well, and this kind of thing can happen. 31-8 here at the half. Stabner's got five points. Giblin's got three. All of that was in the first quarter. For O'Gorman, Hannah Ronsink with a game-high 13. Bergen-Riley with 8. They're the two leading scorers for O'Gorman here tonight. That's your scoring. Not much to recap. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. We'll get a chance to play our our pregame interview with head coach Cole Knippling. We'll go to that here coming up next. Back in 30 seconds. It's 31-8. O'Gorman leads. They outscored Mitchell 19-0 in the second quarter. Not much to recap in that first half. We're back in 30 seconds with head coach Cole Knippling coming up next. Colonel basketball here at the half, 31-8. Mitchell trailing here. Number two, O'Gorman, the Lady Knights. At 16 and 2, Mitchell at 9 and 10. And this could be a uh, first round matchup in the state tournament. Uh, Mitchell be that 10 seed. O'Gorman would be that 2 seed. They met in the state tournament last year. Uh, so this could be a rematch. But first, uh, Mitchell, they got to win their Sodak 16 game coming up next week on Friday night. Opponent to be determined. 31 to 8. It was a 19 to nothing second quarter for O'Gorman. It's been a 24 to nothing run. Colonels just got to make this respectable now. 31 to 8. Colonels with their black road uniforms, gold numbers tonight. Moving across the O'Gorman floor from right to left. Sawyer Stabner returns. She has five of the eight points for Mitchell. Taylor Giblin with a three pointer. Colonels have only made two field goals in this first half. Drive by Stabner, left side layup is good. Stabner now with seven of the ten for Mitchell. Molly Abduce, the point guard, dribbling right, now back left. Crosses over Giblin, pushes it out left to Ronsink. Cross court in the right corner to Friedman, a deep two. That is good. Hannah Friedman with four points. Colonels end the run, though. It's 33-10. That 24-0 run, and the Colonels do score on their first possession. 
Caitlin Christensen on the right side. It's triple team. She loses it. Another turnover and a steal by Hannah Ronsink as Cole Knippling scratches the top of his head. Wide open layup by Bergen Riley. That's good. Bergen Riley now with 10 points. As this O'Gorman offense starting to speed it up a little bit here at 35 to 10 in the opening minute of the third. Stabner, she is stuck, gets it to half court, stolen again by Hannah Friedman, and we get a foul. Story of this game has been turnovers by Mitchell as they cannot handle this full court pressure by O'Gorman. Colonels have more turnovers than points right now, and seven of their ten points have come from Sawyer Stabner. Foul is on Mitchell. It's the second on Giblin, the first in this half. Free throw line jumper. That's off the <coughs> mark by Mentley. Rebound by Stabner. It's 35-10. Stabner drives right side. Looking to give it off to Van Overshield on the right wing. Now to Giblin at the top of the key. She throws it left to Seabert. 2-3 zone defense being played by O'Gorman. 15 to shoot. Stabner has it on the right wing. Entry pass to Christensen down in the right block. She dribbles underneath and she'll throw it to the wrong team. Mentley with the steal and we'll get another foul as Mentley falls down hard. Second foul on Mitchell in the third quarter. This will be the third on Caitlin Christensen. Again, as far as seeding, this game's pretty meaningless for both teams. O'Gorman's going to be the two seed, and Mitchell going to be that number 10 seed. Christensen will check out with three fouls. Colonels will go with a smaller lineup as they bring in the eighth grader, Addie Simpson, for the first time tonight in the 5'6", eighth grader. She's a guard. Molly Abdouche brings it up. Dribbling right-handed, right wing. Friedman gets it to Ronsink. Left wing for the three. It is short. Siebert with the long rebound. She'll push it to Stabner. Stabner bringing it up, left side. She'll drive, kick it out to Giblin. Giblin drives inside the lane, right side. Passes too tall for Annie Seamson. It'll be another Mitchell turnover. 5.40 to go in this third quarter. It's a 25-point O'Gorman lead here at 35-10. to 10. Abdouche brings it up, passes it right side to Friedman. Friedman still has her dribble and said gets it inside to Ronsink. Now it's a turnover as... Giblin goes to the ground. Possession arrow will stay here with O'Gorman. O'Gorman trying to get it down low to Kira Mentley at 6-1. But the Colonels knock it away and force the possession arrow change. 15 to shoot for O'Gorman. Molly Abdouche gets it down low to Mentley, just too big. 6-1 over the 5-7 Seaberts. Kira Mentley with the layup. Five points for her. Stabner nearly turns it over. Mentley got a hand on it, but deflected it right back to Stabner. This is now the largest lead tonight. It's 27. Siebert with the three in the left wing. High off the glass. No good. Rebound by Bergen Riley. Ronsink on the break. Left side. Gets it underneath. Right side for Abdouche, who misses the layup. The putback by Friedman is no good, but she's fouled, and she'll shoot free throws. Third foul on Mitchell in this third quarter. It's also the third foul on Taylor Giblin. Hannah Friedman, four points tonight. Two free throws for her. The first one is good. She's got five. Sawyer Stabner will check out. Manny Kemp will check back in. It's 38-10 O'Gorman. 4.53 to go in the third quarter. Friedman, her second free throw is good. 
Christensen checks in with those three fouls. Giblin will check out for Mitchell also with three fouls. This is a 30-2 run. Mitchell, with 40 seconds to go in the first quarter, had an 8-7 lead. I should say this is now a 32-2 run. Van Overshield, she brings it up. It's knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Molly Abdouche with 27 seconds to shoot. Siebert and Kempf out there for Mitchell, along with Van Overshield, Christensen, and Seamson. 4.40 to go in the half or in the third quarter. 25 on the shot clock. Stabner on the bench. She's got 7 of 10 points. Siebert for 3. Right wing, that is good. Sarah Siebert, her first points tonight from 3 on the right wing. It's now 39-13. to 13. Entry pass to Bergen-Riley at 6-1. She saves it. Here's a three. That one's off the mark by Ron Sink in the left corner. But an offensive rebound by the 6-1 Kira Mentley. And she'll be fouled underneath as she'll go to the line again. This is the fourth foul in the quarter on Mitchell. And the fourth on Caitlin Christensen. One more and she'll be gone. Mentley to the line. She made uh, two free throws here just a minute ago. And her first one is good. At its worst, it was a 32-2 run. Colonels, they've now scored five points in this third quarter after being held scoreless in the second. Mentley, 4-4 from the line. She makes that one as well. She has eight. Peyton Peterson checked in for O'Gorman, a 5-6 sophomore guard. As Mentley goes to the bench. Stabner gets it past the full-court pressure. Stops just past the timeline. Bounce pass at half court to Sieberts. Back left to Stabner. Stabner will drive left side and will get a foul. This will be on Lucy Moore. Her second. First foul on O'Gorman in this half with 4.05 to go. It's 41-13 O'Gorman. This 28-point lead is the largest of the night. Seamson gets it in at, uh, on the right wing to Sieberts. A fresh 35 on the shot clock for Mitchell. 2-3 zone here by O'Gorman using those long arms to their advantage, playing those passing lanes. Bounce pass underneath to Siebert. She kicks it out to Seamson at the top of the key. Now they keep it on the left side to Stabner. Now it's stolen. Stabner on the turnover. Ron Sink, nice job by Seamson, knocking it out of bounds. It'll be last touch by O'Gorman. Good defense by Addie Seamson to force the turnover on Hannah Ronsink. Ronsink with the steal, looking to go coast to coast. They lost it out of bounds, thanks to Seamson. Maddie Kemp has it in the middle of the court. They get it to Stabner, now passes it right side. And Stabner threw it away momentarily to Molly Abdouche. She was right in front of Cole Knippling on the Mitchell bench. But she stepped out of bounds. So the Colonels will keep it. Shot clock will stay at 28. Hannah Ronsink back in as Bergen Riley checks out. Ron Sink with a game-high 13. Bergen Riley's got 10. Kemp, top of the key, 20 seconds to shoot for Mitchell, trailing 41-13 against number two O'Gorman here, late third quarter. Boys game coming up here in about an hour or so at 7.45 tonight. Regular season finale for Mitchell basketball. Stabner, top of the key, three seconds to shoot. Free throw line jumper is good. Sawyer Stabner in her return after three weeks off. She has nine points. The rest of the team has three. There's three minutes to go in this third quarter. Ron Sink gets at the free throw line to Friedman. Kicks it to Abdouche for a right side three. That one is no good. We get a 
jostle for the ball underneath, and O'Gorman picks up the foul, much to the surprise based on the reaction by Hannah Ronsink. Ronsink and Siebert going for the rebound. Ronsink will pick up her second foul, the second on O'Gorman. Taylor Giblin will check in for Mitchell as Stabner goes to the bench. They brought Stabner in and out very quickly. They give her you know, a possession or two off here and there to get her back into shape for next week's Sodak 16. Colonels do a good job here breaking the pressure. Van Overshield drives. A floater in the lane will not count. As we'll get a hold and a foul on O'Gorman. This is the third foul on the Lady Knights in this quarter. It'll be on Peyton Peterson, her first. 2.40 to go here in the third quarter. It's 41-15. to O'Gorman. Underneath Kemp. Couldn't handle it. She would have had a real good look at a layup on the right side. Leads to a fast break. And Hannah Ronsink will lay it in and be fouled. I believe it's on Giblin because she's holding her hands up. Doesn't know what she did. Fifth foul on Mitchell. That'll be Giblin's fourth foul. She'll check out and Stabner right back out there. Hannah Ronsink with 15 points now on the layup. She'll have a chance to complete the three-point play, which she will do. 16 points for Ronsink tonight, and the lead is now up to 29, the largest tonight here at 44-15. 2.20 go. Stabner, they will foul her again. This is the fourth foul on O'Gorman. So after not fouling for the first four to five minutes of this third quarter, O'Gorman, they picked up four fouls in the last minute or so. This will be the second personal on Peterson. Fresh shot clock for Mitchell, and O'Gorman knocks out of bounds. Off of the Colonels inbounds. Ron Sink, last off of her. Ron Sink will check out. Here comes back in the point guard, Molly Abdouche. Abdouche went down with a scary left knee injury it looked like, but she's back out there late in that second uh, second quarter. Stabler misses it on the inbounds off the uh, left side from about five feet out. 2.10 to go. Abdouche pushes it left side. O'Gorman looking to get a 31-point lead. Stabner steals it. Cross-court pass. Stabner driving the lane. Left side layup is good. Where would Mitchell be without Sawyer Stabner tonight? They're down 44-17 with her. She's got 11. Pass underneath. Siebert underneath will pick up the foul as she's barreled into. Hannah Friedman limping to the free throw line to shoot two. Siebert will pick up her second foul. This will be the sixth on Mitchell in this quarter. One more and O'Gorman will be in the bonus. Friedman to the line. She's 4 of 4 from the line in this quarter. She hits this one. Now 5 of 5 from the line. She has seven points. Maddie Kemp will check out. Aaliyah Howard checking in for Mitchell. Siebert and Howard out there for the Colonels, along with Van Overshield, Stabner, and Seamson. Friedman, 6-6 six six from the line in the quarter. Very, very impressive. Minute 45 to go, 46-17. O'Gorman with the lead in this quarter. It's 15-9. Not too bad. Stabner on the left wing with 20 to shoot and gets it to Van Overshield between the timeline and half court and the top of the key. Left corner bounce pass to Siebert, and that three-pointer is blocked out of bounds. 
by the long arms of the 6-1 junior, Kira Mitley. will hit the wall. 12 seconds to shoot for Mitchell with a minute 29 to go in the third. It's a 29-point O'Gorman lead. Stabner passes it right wing. Aliyah Howard nearly falls out of bounds in the right corner here with five to shoot. Stabner at the top of the key. Two seconds to shoot. Stabner puts up a runner on the right side. Of course it goes in. Stabner beats the buzzer. She's got 13 points. Ten of them in this quarter. Bergen Riley misses one underneath the basket. Point blank range. Here comes Stabner with a minute to go. Aliyah Howard on the right wing. Back to Stabner. Stabner backs off. Right side. Sets up the offense. She'll dribble left. Abdush on her. Pick up her dribble from 18 feet out on the left wing. Three for Van Overshield. Right wing a bit too strong. Rebound for Kira Mintley. 40 seconds to go in the third quarter. 46-19 O'Gorman. 10-second differential between the shot clock and game clock. Drive and floater in the lane. We're going to get an offensive foul as Kira Mentley charges right into Sarah Sieberts. Fifth foul on O'Gorman. The third on Mentley. As Siebert picks up the charge. There's going to be somebody to pick up a charge for Mitchell. It's likely to be Siebert. Very good underneath the basket. He's good for about one of those per game. Final possession, shot clock turned off. 25 seconds here for Mitchell to get something done. 46-19. Well, Gorman leading. Stabner on the bench with Kempf out there with 15 seconds to go. Van Overshield at the top of the key. Eight seconds to go. Van Overshield drives right. Seamson will drive. Give it to Kemp. It's too tall for her, and the Colonels will turn it over with 1.9 seconds to go. Hannah Ronsink back in for Benson for the final 1.9. Abdouche will get the inbounds. They'll give it to Abdouche. She'll let it bounce. Throw it in from half court. Good if it goes, and it almost did. Hit the back iron from about 45 feet out. We're at the end of three. So Gorman 46, Mitchell 19. We're back in one minute with the fourth quarter on KORN. Travis Crins at O'Gorman tonight. Mitchell Curdle Girls basketball, their final game of the regular season. 46-19, O'Gorman. Up here by 27 as the Colonels start with possession in this quarter. Stabner on the bench. Caitlin Christensen back out there for Mitchell with four fouls. Christensen gets it in there from uh, Siebert. She'll kick it out here with 12 seconds to shoot. Seamson top of the key, pushes it left to Giblin who loses it, ball dribbles towards half court. Giblin gets it back, now with five to shoot. Colonels have got to put it up. Three seconds to go, Seamson. Giblin from half court, desperation shot, an air ball. It'll be a shot clock violation for Mitchell. Here with 7.23 left in this ball game. Sawyer Stabner returns to the lineup, has a nice night. She has 13 points. Sarah Siebert has three, and uh, Taylor Giblin has three. Hannah Ronsink, a deep three in the left wing is short. Rebound by Friedman. They kick it out to Abdouche. Back to uh, Ronsink. Nobody had her. She misses another wide open three from the exact same spot on the left elbow. Abdouche will take a three this time on the right wing, and that is good. Third time is a charm. Molly Abdouche has two three-pointers tonight. Now this is the largest lead we've had. It's a 30-point lead for O'Gorman. 
49-19 with 6.40 to go. Giblin on the right baseline, dribbles out of it, now, get ba- now gets back into the lane. Christensen in the right corner, she'll take a rare three. That's an air ball by Christensen, who was scoreless tonight. Ron Sink brings it up. Ron Sink tries to drive on Siebert, and we'll get an offensive foul. Siebert goes down. She draws the charge. And Hannah Ronsink picks up her third foul. Both sides now with six fouls with 6.20 to go in the ballgame. So get to seven, getting that bonus. Free throws the rest of the way. Giblin here at half court. Passes right to Seamson with 20 on the shot clock. 6.05 to go. Ronsink goes for the steal. Seamson gets it, though. Passes it right wing to Siebert. Now right corner to Giblin. Nearly falls out of bounds. Drives right side, right baseline. Stops from seven feet out. Christensen gets it, and it's blocked out of bounds. Last touch by O'Gormans. Kira Mintley with six seconds to shoot. 5.54 to go. Colonel's down by 30 at 49-19. Seamson gets it in, top of the key. Giblin here with four seconds to shoot. Van Overshield right side. Siebert with the three, and that'll be another shot clock violation on the Colonels with 5.47 to go. Way too many turnovers tonight for Mitchell. He's got a week to clean it up and uh, a one-game playoff to get to the state tournament. They'd won eight in a row in the middle of the season. And a loss here tonight. It'll be their fifth consecutive loss to a top-five team. They've lost to O'Gorman, Washington, Brandon Valley, Rapid City Stevens, and Rapid City Central these last three weeks. And you'd think Mitchell. Mitchell would be an underdog against all five of those teams. Stabner comes in for Seamson with 5.35 to go. It's a 30-point lead. Ron Sink, another three, right wing. This time she connects. Ron Sink on the three, and she high-fives somebody from the student section. Haven't seen that before. Some crowd interaction tonight. 19 points on the night for Hannah Ron Sink, the senior. Van Overshield to three in the left wing. That's another air ball. Rebound for Bergen Riley. Abdouche brings it up. Finds Ronsink underneath the basket. Fast break is good. Ronsink on the layup. She's got 21. It's now a 35-point lead here at 54-19 with just under five minutes to go. Ball knocked out of bounds. Van Overshield bounced it off the foot of Kira Mintley. O'Gorman going to go deeper on the bench. That should be it for Hannah Ronsink tonight. She had 21 points. Also, Hannah Friedman checking out. She had 10. And that should be it for the two seniors. They honored them in the pregame show, senior night. Their final regular season home game. 4.45 to go. Christensen underneath loses it. It's knocked out of bounds off of O'Gorman here with 14 seconds to shoot. And O'Gorman going to empty the bench here. Bergen Riley will check out. Molly Douche is out. And Kira Mintley is out. All five starters have been pulled here by Kent Colesrud. Up 35 points with 4.41 to go. Then Overshield to wide open three. Right wing, that's too strong. Rebound fought for. Karsten Schlimgin, 5'5 junior, picks it up for O'Gorman. 
We got Schlimgen out there. They also have Peyton Peterson. She's played already tonight. They got Awang Akoy, 6'2 sophomore center. Here's a three in the left wing. That's off the mark by Schlimgen. Rebound saved. Colonels get it. Christensen with the rebound as Claire Benson tried to save it for O'Gorman. Drive right side by Stabner. They'll pick up a foul. This will be against Claire Benson. Her first, team seventh, so Stabner to the line here. 4.05 to go. Colonel's also going to go down to the bench. O'Gorman empties their bench, and Mitchell will do the same. Stabner will stay out there for free throws. Van Overshield, Giblin, Christensen, and Siebert will check out. And this will be it for Stabner. She's got 13 points. She'll get a couple free throws here. Stabner a 1-1. One one. Free throw is no good. She'll still stay in the game here. Four minutes to go. It's 54-19. O'Gorman. Lucy Moore at the top of the key. Gets it to Schlimgen. Schlimgen will drive right side in the lane. Looks like she traveled, and she did. So Schlimgen on the travel, and Stabner will check out. Stabner finishes with 13 of Mitchell's 19 points. And she will check out. Kira Hofer in the game for Mitchell. Along with uh, Delaney Dagan. Cadence Halverson. They'll play about four minutes here. They'll get some good playing time here at the end. Also Delana Hinkle, the 5'9 junior, checking in for Mitchell. 3.30 to go. Both benches have been emptied here with 12 seconds to shoot for Mitchell, down by 35. Entry pass down low to Hinkle. Now right side, Delaney Dagan drives right side. They kick it back out. This one blocks. And there'll be another shot clock violation. They'll just say it's a turnover. Turnover and a steal. Here comes O'Gorman, Lucy Moore. Pushes it right side to Schlimgen. Down low to Akoy. Akoy misses at 6-2. Rebound for Mitchell. Three minutes to go. It's still 54-19. Colonels get it left wing to Hofer. Hofer dribbles right side to Dagan. 20 to shoot for Mitchell. Boys game coming up next. They should be tipping off at around 7.35 tonight. 2-3 zone being played by O'Gorman. Dagan has it, now pushes it left side to Hofer. Five seconds to shoot. Halverson for three, top of the key, no good. Rebound fought for. Colonels come up with it. Delaney Dagan with the rebound, a fresh 35 for Mitchell here with uh, 2.25 to go. Fresh shot clock for the Colonels. See if they can eclipse that 20-point mark. Colonels have been held under 20 points in two of their last four ball games. This one's stolen at half court, and we get a foul. Colonels at 18 points, Tuesday versus Brandon Valley. And they had <coughs> and they had 18 points versus Washington two Tuesdays ago. 2-11 to go, seventh foul on the Colonels. This will send O'Gorman to the line. Foul was on Mitchell's Cadence Halverson, her first, team seventh. And Peyton Peterson to shoot the free throws here. Colonel's going to get everybody a chance to play here tonight in their final regular season ball game. Peterson to the line, one and one. Free throw is short, no good. Rebound fought for offensive board for Schlimgen, but it will be an over and back. 
as Schlimgen throws it past half court. Delaney Zoss checks in. We've seen her a little bit, 5-4 freshman. She scored four points uh, against Brandon Valley Tuesday in the last 90 seconds. Two minutes to go. Halverson saves it from being turned over at the top of the key. This one in a mess in the middle in the lane, stolen by O'Gorman. Picked up by number 21, Kennedy Rents. Minute 40 to go here at 54-19. Drive by Madeline Friedman, sophomore. And they get an underneath shot, no good by Schlimgen. It's knocked out of bounds, last touched by O'Gorman. 54-19. Colonels again have not scored in this quarter. Colonels did not score in the second. They scored eight points in the first, none in the second. They scored 11 points in the third, and they may not score here in the fourth quarter. O'Gorman looks like they're going to go a little bit deeper on the bench next dead ball. Helverson will drive right side with a minute 11 to go. Both sides here with seven fouls. Colonels going to drop to 9-10 and ten on the season. They've lost five in a row after winning eight in a row. Colonels get it in. Zoss is blocked underneath. O'Gorman gets it here with a minute eight on the clock. Colonels, they steal it back at half court. This will be a two deep left side. That'll be good. Number 42 for Mitchell. Makes it 54 to 21. 45 seconds to go. Here's a deep two in the left corner by O'Gorman. This one tipped around. Halverson with the rebound for the Colonels. Last shot for Mitchell could be. Halverson brings it up left side here with 35 seconds to go. Drive off glass. That one's no good. And we'll get some free throws here for the Colonels with 32 seconds to go. Mitchell at the free throw line. Free throw is no good. Boys game coming up next. Pre-game show here in about five minutes. Talk with head coach Riker Kreitzfeldt and get you ready for game number two tonight. Second free throw for Mitchell is no good. Rebound by O'Gorman, 30 seconds to go. Nearly a travel. Halverson playing some tough defense, nearly got the steal. Shot clock is turned off here with 15 seconds to go. We'll have a foul here with 14 seconds to go, and that'll send O'Gorman to the line to shoot a one-and-one. Eighth-team foul on Mitchell. Peterson picks up the foul for the Colonels. O'Gorman to the line. One-and-one. Free throw is good to make it 55-21. Mitchell, and they'll have the ball one more time. Here's we ramp up the regular season. Second free throw, good. 56-21. 35-point lead, 10 seconds to go. Halverson brings it up for Mitchell. They get it down low, it's tipped away. Another steal for O'Gorman. They dribble it off their foot with three seconds to go. And Mitchell will get it one more time. 56-21, your likely final. 
Halverson gets it in, half court. She'll good if it goes. Nearly did. And Halverson misses a 30-footer straight on from the front, front iron. So that'll wrap up the regular season for Mitchell. They're at 9-11, and 11, and they'll be your number 10 seed in the Sodak 16 next week. 56-21 was your final. Sawyer Stabner had 13 of those 21 points. Sarah Siebert had three, and Taylor Giblin had three. Caitlin Christensen was scoreless, and Van Overshield was also scoreless tonight. 4-0 Gorman, Hannah Ronsink led the way with 21 points tonight. Bergen Riley had 11, and Hannah Friedman had 10. 4-0 Gorman, they improved to 17-2. They will be at Huron coming up here tomorrow. We'll take a timeout, get you ready for the boys game. We're back in three minutes on KORN. It is Mitchell Colonel basketball tonight. Travis Crins live here at Sioux Falls O'Gorman. Girls lose 56-21. Sawyer Stadner returns to the lineup, has 13 of Mitchell's 21 points. Let's go to the boys game right now. Big one here between number two O'Gorman. They're also at 16-2, led by their longtime head coach and former Mitchell Colonel Derek Roby. The Colonel's looking for a big statement win. They have yet to get one of those this season against a big-time Sioux Falls school. Mitchell at 13-6. They've dropped out of the top five in the latest media poll, but they still sit at number five in the uh, latest uh, seed points. Colonel's looking to maintain that five seed heading into next Saturday night. Sodak 16. Uh, Colonel's here at 13-6. Also, uh, Caden Hanker. He is tied for the school record for assists. He has 279 assists. He needs one more tonight. I believe he will get that, and at that point, Caden Hanker will have more assists than any Mitchell Colonel ever with the 280. Uh, for O'Gorman, they took second at the state tournament last year versus Roosevelt, and their only two losses this season are to Roosevelt. So they lost to Roosevelt 60-59 to back on December 14th. They also lost to him a month ago in late January 66-60. to So will O'Gorman get a third crack? At, uh, at uh, Roosevelt at the state tournament coming up in Sioux Falls in a couple of weeks. Uh, very possible. We will see what happens at the state tournament between your one seed Roosevelt and your two seed O'Gorman. O'Gorman at 16 and 2. They're pretty darn good as you would expect. Matt Eng, he's an outstanding shooter. He'll attempt as many as nine three pointers on average per ball game, hit about 40% of them. Matt Eng, he is the 6 2. Junior guard averages 16 points per ball game for O'Gorman. Also a David Elpers. He's pretty good down low. He's their 6'6 senior center. Elpers, he averages 11 points per ball game to go along with six rebounds. They also have Manny Struck, a 6'3 senior guard. Rush Landry, a 6'5 senior forward. And John Costello, a 6'5 senior. Again, this is a big team. They got Costello at 6'5, Elpers at 6'6. Landry at 6'5", even their two guards, Eng and Strzok, are at 6'2", and at 6'3". They'll bring Chad Ambrose off the bench. He is 6'5", and they also bring in Gavin Meerhead off the bench. He is 6'7". This is one of the taller teams in the state, so you've got to be aware of the inside game and the rebounding of O'Gorman. You also have to wear, uh, be aware of Matt Eng from the outside. Uh, for the Colonels, it's their usual starting lineup. Macon Larson out again here. Hopefully he's back for postseason play. 
Colonels will start to Aiden Myers, the 6-1 point guard. He's a junior. Caden Hanker at 6-6. He's the senior guard, All-Stater. Dylan Solick, the 6-3 junior. Gavin Dagan, the 6-foot senior. And Steele Morgan, the 6-5 junior forward for Mitchell. We'll also see Charlie McArdle and Gavin Sokup off the bench. They even see Jackson Childs as well. Gavin Sokup, he's been impressive here as he's gotten some more playing time over the past couple weeks. Had eight points versus Brandon Valley. Uh, there, that big win for Mitchell on Tuesday. Also had nine points last weekend versus Rapid City Central. It's number two O'Gorman, and it's the Mitchell Colonels. See if Colonels can end the regular season on a high note for what would be their most impressive win of the season. We're back here in one minute. We'll talk with head coach Riker Kreitzfeld. Back in one minute on KORN. <laughs> 